on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive. Here he comes. Hey, struck him out swinging. And this one is over. Josh Hader strikes out Wisdom with the tie runs aboard at second and third. And the Brewers have made it two in a row. Final tonight. Brewers six, Cubs four. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Foley. The Brewers are headed to the postseason once again. They clinch a playoff berth tonight with the 6-4 win over the Cubs. They clinch another series victory against the Cubs. They win an 11th straight game against the Cubs. A lot of good things to get to in this one as the Brewers are victorious. Welcome into the program. My name is Matt Pauley coming your way from American Family Field. No celebration for the Brewers. They are waiting to clinch the division to celebrate. The magic number is down to three. Just because the Brewers choose not to celebrate doesn't mean that fans can't celebrate, and there certainly is reason to celebrate as the Brewers are indeed headed to the postseason for a fourth straight year. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We'll take you till 1130. Going back through the game with the highlights, we'll hear from manager Craig Council. Uh, Craig Kishon from uh, Valley Sports Wisconsin, he is going to join us coming up in just a few moments as well. This was a really fun game, kind of lost in the fact that the Brewers with the win are a postseason club is just the way that this game went down, a back-and-forth affair, big hits, Manny Pena having a huge game with a couple home runs. Each of his home runs came in really, really big moments. I was very curious going in to see what Corbin Burns was going to look like uh, coming off the uh, no-hitter and throwing 115 pitches. It is a very common thing if a pitcher throws a lot of pitches one start. Sometimes they take a little bit of a step back the next start. I thought Burns battled through today. His overall line, fine. Six innings, three runs on six hits, 11 strikeouts, three walks. Uh, He ends up uh, going out there and throwing 101 pitches today. That's actually a few more pitches than I expected him to throw coming off the 115-pitch effort. So uh, a lot of good things about this game today as the Brewers do come away with a 6-4 win. And once again, they are headed to the postseason. And uh, what's your excitement level at? I guess that's the question we want to throw out there. There's still more to accomplish this team has a chance to clinch the division now as soon as Monday with the magic number at three because the Cardinals did win again tonight. The Cardinals came back. They scored three runs in the eighth inning when they were down 2 nothing to the Padres and ended up winning that game by a 3-2 score. So they continue to sit in pretty good shape when it comes to that second wild card. Uh, but they win again, so the magic number to win the division goes down by just one from 4-3. to three. But when you combine the Brewers' win with a Reds' loss and a Padres' loss, that's uh, what results in the Brewers clinching a playoff berth. And by the way, sidebar, the uh, Brewers' team store here at American Family Field 
It is open right now. It's going to be open for the next 90 minutes. They are staying open until midnight tonight, and they already have playoff gear uh, on sale, ready to go. So if you want to be wearing your Brewers uh, playoff gear, you can hop in the car, head to American Family Field, head into the team store, and uh, it is available for you to buy at this very moment. They don't waste any time when it comes to uh, things like that. Brewers get the win over the Cubs, 6-4 the final score. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk text line, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Craig Kishon from Valley Sports Wisconsin, he joins us next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Justin Steele deals again, a swing and a drive, right center and deep. Get up! Get out of here! Gone for Manny Pena! He just hit one out of here in deep right center, and the Brewers have the lead. I guess Manny Pena said in his postgame media conference tonight, that if the Brewers win the World Series, he will go out on the field with a microphone and sing Hotel California. So if you want to experience that, uh, you just need the Brewers to uh, to win a World Series, and everything will be good. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. 6-4, Brewers get the win over the Cubs. They have punched their ticket to the postseason, and end up next is winning the division, which they could do as soon as Monday. Magic number is sitting at three, so they can't do it tomorrow, uh, but any combination of Brewers wins and Cardinals losses that equal three will result in the Brewers winning the division. What do you know? The Cardinals come in starting on Monday, so any win against the Cardinals would essentially count as two, knocking off the magic number. So that is a... uh that's right around the corner. It seems like that they indeed are going to uh, be clinching the division. And again, I, I said this earlier. I like the fact that they didn't celebrate today. Uh, they, they've got bigger fish to fry. You don't come into the season with the idea that you know, shooting for just a, a postseason appearance, it's something you want. And if you're fighting for it late in the season, it's something to celebrate. But this year, the way things have gone, the celebration for the Brewers comes when they clinch the division. Let's welcome in uh, Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. And, Craig, it's kind of a, a two-pronged thing here. You know, from a team perspective, it's fine that they don't celebrate. They're waiting to uh, celebrate the title, uh, the division title. But... There's nothing wrong with fans celebrating and clinching a playoff berth, being in the playoffs for a fourth straight year. Those are things that are absolutely worth celebrating. This is a big night for this organization. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it, Matt. And it's, uh, it, it is kind of interesting where we are, you know, with this franchise right now that we're sitting here tonight knowing that the team is going to be in the playoffs officially and and there's something there's just something about rubber stamping and and you know getting the 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 notary you know stamp to say you're in um i mean it, it just goes to show how far this organization has come over all these years that they've done it now four straight and it's it's a big accomplishment and it it needs to be recognized and and i know that these guys feel really good about what they did and I think the most unique thing about it in baseball, um, the whole process is in certain steps, and it's celebrated kind of differently that way um, versus other sports. So I say, you know what, 
you recognize tonight, and then you you wait till the day that you clinch the division, and that's the one where in baseball it's so much more meaningful than any other sport is to win your division because of what you accomplished over six months. This game, the way you know the Cubs, you know, Corbin Birds battled. The Cubs were had had a lead, and it, they just. They just keep doing what they do, and that's find ways to get big hits, and, and different guys are contributing on different nights. And Tonight it's Manny Pena hitting a couple home runs. It's Lorenzo Cain going and making a fantastic defensive play. It's Corbin Burns battling through. It's the bullpen, for the most part, doing what the bullpen does. It's just another one of these games, a very entertaining, high-energy, high-stakes game where there are so many different guys who contribute to it. Yeah, and it's fun. I mean... Here's the thing about it, you know, uh, for people like you and I, when, when we're in this every single day, uh, when you take a step back and, you know, you talk to friends, relatives, neighbors, you know, run into people that, you know, uh, at the store, at the gas station, whatever it is, and, and they start talking about this team, um, you, have a, you have a great appreciation or even a greater pre- appreciation for Who's contributing? I mean, this team is filled with, you know, some high-profile people. But for the most part, this team is filled with, um, you know, really outstanding pitching staff. But bottom line is every single day somebody else has his turn to deliver. And to see, especially like what Manny Pena has been able to do um, offensively tonight, he, he doesn't get a chance to catch Corbin Burns a lot. Be honest with you. I mean, if you look at the numbers all season long, he hasn't been behind the plate a lot. And then tonight, he's there after Corbin pitches his eight no hit innings and does a really nice job behind the plate and then comes up with the two home runs. So um, I think the cool thing is almost every night there's somebody else that you feel good for or, or individuals you feel good for because they get their turn and they come through, and it just keeps showing the depth of uh, what the Brewers have accomplished this year. We'll play the the post-game stuff from Craig Council in just a little while on the program, but he's already spoken, and I saw on Twitter something he said, he said that Manny is having the best offensive season of his career. That's, that's, that's a big statement when you consider the fact that Two months ago, Pena was you know wasn't even a two hundred hitter. You know, I mean to to say that about him in a year where some of those raw numbers, especially early on, did not look good. I feel like that's a that's a really big statement. Well, yeah, it is, and it's a really good point uh, that you bring up because he statistically he was probably having his worst year in the majors. You know, the first half um, he spent a couple of times on the injured list, which which certainly doesn't help. Um, but I think. I think maybe Craig's referring to the fact that he has overcome these obstacles this year and, and, you know, for his age and what he's been able to do in his limited time. um, Look at the clutch hits, look at the clutch times where this team has needed his offense and he's been able to come through, especially in the second half. Um, And I, and I think the other big thing is, it, it's pretty obvious that it's uh, it's one of those hidden headlines or maybe a headline that's, you know, not out there that, you know, he's working really hard with Andy Haynes and in the, in the um, you know, hitting coaches and stuff. The whole behind-the-scenes things, you know, you and I and, and, and Joe Public just don't know exactly 
all the way what some of these players put in to making, you know, a, a successful day at the plate. And I, and I think the work ethic, work ethic that, uh, that Manny has, we've seen a lot of that. And, and, yeah, I think it's a testament coming from his manager, that's for sure. Last thing for you before we let you go, the, the slide from Pablo Reyes with the swim move to get it in there, you're not going to find a better slide ever. That was, that was impressive. Well, no, and you know what, Matt? I mean, he, he had an impressive slide um, last night, too, uh, going into third base, um, and, and that one was reviewed, and uh, it was, you know, it wasn't overturned. It was confirmed and stuff that, that he was safe there. This guy, this guy's a base runner, um, and that's what he does best. If you can get him on base, he's going to do things like that for you, and he's not going to disappoint you. And and you know, to have the ability to do that two nights in a row, and then finish off those two nights at the plate tonight with that with that slide was absolutely unbelievable. And and what he's done in in his limited time you know, can't be measured enough and can't be appreciated enough. Um, you know, uh, again, the depth of this team is um, is something that I will remember most depending upon how far they go um, or, made, or maybe no matter how far they go, the depth of this team has uh, been tremendous, that's for sure. And, he, and he's had his moments, that's for sure. 6-4, Brewers get the win over the Cubs. Craig Kishon from Valley Sports, Wisconsin, join us. Craig, we'll see you back here at the uh, ballpark tomorrow. Thanks so much for your time. You got it, pal. There's Craig Kishon joining us here on Brewers X-Trains. All right, we got a lot of uh, tweets and texts and everything coming in. Uh, we'll get to those coming up in just a moment. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers get a 6-4 win against the Cubs, and they clinch a playoff berth. More in a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. 3-2. Swing and a high drive. The Brewers are going to take the lead on a home run by Eduardo Escobar. It's 28th of the season. It's 2-1 Milwaukee. Brewers go on to win. 6-4 over the Cubs. Another win against Chicago. They just, just keep beating the Cubs over and over and over again. They have beat them in every uh, series this year. What is it now, 15 and, and 3, 15 and 4 against them? i got to look up the numbers. But, I mean, they are just dominating, dominating, dominating the Cubs this year. It is, um, it is not I, – I, I don't even have words for it. It's incredible uh, what they are doing against the Cubs this season. And I think the Brewers, are, uh, Brewers fans are certainly enjoying that. So, yeah, it's um, – the Brewers have defeated the Cubs in 11 straight games, their second double-digit winning streak ever against a single opponent in the same season. They beat the Pirates 12 straight times in 2008, so they will try to match that record coming up uh, tomorrow afternoon here at American Family Field. 855-616-1620, that is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You could tweet into the program, at Matt Pauley on air. Let's grab our first phone call of the day as uh, we welcome on Scott in Tacoma. Hey, Scott, thanks for uh, listening. You're on WTMJ. Hey, man, awesome. Happy Brewer fan checking in here. Awesome. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So you said that Colton Wong is going to go on field and sing Hotel California if you win the World um, Series. Is that right? Manny Pena. Manny Pena. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, that sounds great. That sounds awesome. But I have a better suggestion. I want okay, um, first a question. Who's our, who's the longest tenured brewer right now? Who do you think who's been with the crew the longest? Pina. Aside from you. Oh, Pina. Yeah. Okay. So after Hotel California, I want him and maybe you to go on the field and sing, "We Are the Champions." That's my dream. I want to hear that. That's what I want to hear. All right, Scott. <laughs> the. There's going to be a lot of celebrating, a lot of singing. I appreciate the phone call. There's a, so the, um, the, the Pena, I guess, sings Hotel California in the clubhouse. Uh, that's kind of the, it, it, you, you can look it up. You, if you go Google Manny Pena Hotel California, there's a whole thing on it, and you, you can find it. So that's, that's kind of the story behind that. And uh, he mentioned in his postgame today that uh, he'll be willing to sing Hotel California on the field if, uh, if they end up winning uh, the World Series. So that's the story behind that. Let's grab some uh, text messages uh, that are coming in. We've got uh, Joe in Bristol says, uh, Hats off to the Cubs. They came to play, but the Brewers continue to find ways to win. They are going to be very difficult to beat in the postseason. They are. They are. I think this team is very much um, built for the postseason because of the pitching uh, and the way the way this team has hit uh, here since really the All Star break. This is a complete team that can win in so many different types of ways. And the fact that they keep coming back, they have so many come from behind victories this year. Uh, it says a lot about this character of the team. It, it, it really is incredible. Uh, Ringo and Goodman says, uh, curious about the status of Tyrone Taylor, and does he make the postseason bench over uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., at least for the NLDS? So, uh, first off, uh, Taylor's been at AAA on a rehab assignment. He's been playing. He happened to get pulled out of the game tonight right around the same time that Lorenzo Kane was pulled out of this game. Whether there is... That could have just been a coincidence. He has not played a complete game at AAA since going down there. So it might have just been the time tonight that he was scheduled to come out of the game, uh, but it might not have been uh, either. So uh, we'll see what the update is when, when it comes to Kane and why he had to come out of the game. And obviously uh, he dealt with some hip tightness, but uh, he had that fantastic catch that he made uh, earlier in the game. So that, that's the first thing on Taylor. He's going to be back sooner than later. I think... And I'm not for sure, but I think the Brewers' postseason roster includes both of them. I think they carry uh, five outfielders into the postseason. I think you have your main three guys. Taylor's your fourth outfielder. And then you're able to utilize uh, Bradley as a kind of a base running specialist and a defensive specialist. If you're up by a run in the ninth inning, you can get him out to right field, whether it's to replace a Visayo Garcia, whether it's to replace if Jace Peterson ends up out there, whoever it might be. That's what I look at it as. So I think I think they're both on the postseason roster, uh, but a lot of time to figure that out before we get there. Um, Mike in Waterford says, uh, my excitement level since 1980 is at 8.2 because there is still some work to do. I asked earlier, what's the excitement level after the Brewers uh, clinch a playoff berth? They've not yet won the division. Magic number to uh, clinch the division sitting at 3 but they do clinch at the very least a playoff berth with this uh, win tonight and ask what the uh, uh, excitement level was. And we get an 8.2 in there. So that's a, that, that certainly is a good one. Uh, we got uh, Doug texting in about Manny Pena. 
What an amazing comeback by Manny Pena. This guy was being left for dead a month and a half ago. His stats with the amount of his bats are very impressive. The catcher combination just gets better and better. Brewers continue to get a ton of offensive production out of Omar Narvaez and Manny Pena, especially since the All-Star break. Pena was really struggling from an offensive standpoint early on in the season. It was at one point, I, I can specifically remember there was one night on Brewers Extra Innings where he had a rough day, and I don't remember what where it was putting his numbers. I don't know. Maybe it was under 100. I don't know. But I started to kind of think to myself, okay, at what point do you actually start thinking about what you do with your backup catcher spot? Because the thing with Pena is he contributes to this team in so many really important ways beyond what he does at the plate. He just does. Uh, He is a very good defensive catcher. He's great in the clubhouse. When they do their meetings and their scouting reports and everything, he is right there in it. So uh, sometimes whatever he's doing from an offensive standpoint almost doesn't matter. But it got to a point where it was like, okay, is 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 there a decision to be made if he doesn't rebound a bit? He has rebounded in a in a really, really, really big way. And it's a credit to him. It's a credit to the organization. And get that's I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like do an I told you so thing here. But let this just be a lesson to you that in a in a one hundred and sixty two game season in baseball, you don't you don't throw guys out because they have a bad two months or three months, whatever it might be, especially guys who have a track record. You don't just throw them out. You, you keep putting them in the lineup. You keep letting them play. And more often than not, not always, more often than not, they will come around. The Staying loyal to your, to your core group of players, no matter what they are doing, is an important part of baseball. And as you do get deeper into the season, that changes a little bit, right? Like, JBJ is a, is a great example of that. He gets a little bit of time, but obviously he is not getting a lot of time with this team. Early on in the season, he was getting a ton of time, especially when Lorenzo Cain was out. And as the season has gone along, and as he just has not been able to contribute offensively, the, the, the amount of at-bats, the amount of games that he's playing, that continues to move in a downward direction. But if, if there's a core member of the team, and it's May or June, and they're not really performing that well, and you're calling for them to be DFA'd, you're calling for them to be benched, you're calling for them to be sent down to AAA, you're calling for any of that, I would say pump the brakes a little bit because it's a long baseball season and you keep putting somebody in. Now, I don't think that applies to like a Keston Hira because Hira didn't have the track record. He's not somebody that you for for sure knew that he was going to eventually bounce back. He had a good three-quarters of a season, his first major league season, and hasn't done a whole lot since then. So when I'm talking about giving guys time, I'm really talking about the guys who have um, who have done something in their career to, to make you believe that they'll eventually get it turned around. All right, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air. We continue on in just a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. And the pitch. Yelich, a rocket in the right. This is going to be a base shot. He'll turn first, going to second to throw. Coming on. He's in there with a sliding one-out double. 
The Brewers once again headed to the playoffs. They clinch their playoff spot. I guess they don't clinch. They clinch a playoff spot, not the playoff spot, because they've still got to win the division and everything else has to get sorted out before they know what it's going to look like. But they clinch a playoff spot with a 6-4 win against the Cubs tonight. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings. We still have to hear from uh, manager Craig Council. We'll do that in about 10 minutes. We'll also uh, hear the... um, highlights from from what was just a really entertaining game tonight those will be coming up in about uh, 20 minutes or so here on wtmj a couple more text messages good one from uh, ben in uh, cleveland the pablo reyes slide is the best since willie mays hayes over parkman a uh, uh, a major league reference there that's that's a solid uh that's a solid uh t- tweet or text excuse me appreciate that uh, also uh, mary from williams bay Manny Pena has always been a great defensive catcher. It's great to see him make that turnaround offensively. Still my favorite player. He's had some good offensive years. He just he was struggling offensively earlier this season, and it's just tough. It's really, really tough when you're a backup catcher and you don't play a ton. When you're getting one, two starts per week, it's really hard to get going, and eventually he does, and uh, give a lot of credit to him for that. Uh, by the way, mentioned that the Brewers' magic number to win the division, it was at four entering the day. It goes down to three. It does not go down to two because the Cardinals once again beat the Padres. Uh, Cardinals over the Padres 3-2. They were down 2 nothing in the eighth, and the Cardinals, they're cardinaling as they put up a three spot in the eighth inning, and they win that game. And all of a sudden, not only are the Cardinals uh, in playoff position holding that second wild card, they're actually creating a little bit of space for that second wild card as well. As right now, the Cardinals, and we'll go through all this again later on the program, but right now, Cardinals have a two-game lead on the Reds and a two-and-a-half game lead on the Phillies and the Padres. And Cardinals uh, and Brewers still have a lot of games left this year. Seven combined games uh, left this season between the Brewers and Cardinals. So if the Cardinals want to make the postseason, the Brewers are certainly going to have something to say about that. All right, we've got the news coming up in two minutes, and then we'll get the postgame comments of manager Craig Council after that. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Efros deals, and Wong sends a rocket off the glove of Swindell. Hey, they're going to try to score. Reyes the throw. He's going to be in there. Wow. What a run by Pablo Reyes. A 6-4 victory for the Brewers. Good enough to clinch a playoff berth. Still magic number sitting at three to clinch the division. Brewers Extra Innings does continue here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, live at American Family Field. Manager Craig Council met with the media just a little while ago. Opened up talking about the decision not to celebrate tonight, but instead to wait on winning the division. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, we've been pretty consistent there. And, I, you know, we, we've put the ability to win the division, you know, in our control. Um and so that that's our goal. I, I think we're we're sticking to that goal. We're thrilled to have you know, kind of know that we're in the in the playoffs. I think everybody's thrilled with that. But um, you know, I mean, I think the goal that uh, we, we we feel like we've have earned the right to you know to to wait for is to win that division. 
Craig, do you have an update on uh, on Lorenzo and, and why he got pulled? I, I kind of assumed it was off that catch, but yeah, yeah, it was from the the play, the, the incredible play he made with Contreras' ball. Um, you know, it, as as he just kind of as the game went on a little bit, his his right groin just got sore. So you know, we're not really sure how he did it. He honestly didn't feel it kind of initially when he made the catch or when we were out there talking to him, um, it just kind of knocked the wind out of him a little bit. Um, but as, as a, the couple innings progressed, the, the groin became sore. So we got him out of there. All right. How cool is it to see Manny with a game like tonight, especially with the way he struggled offensively to start the season? Well, you know, it's, that's why we play the whole season because Manny is not struggling lately. That's so he's put together a really nice season. Um, the, the power that he's, shown has has been impactful the runs he's driven in have been impactful um i mean he's turning in his best offensive season really um you know there's it's not done with batting average but it's been done with power and home runs uh, and and driving in runs so he's having a really good offensive season and uh tonight was kind of capped it off really Craig, Craig, tonight's game is sort of like a back-and-forth home run derby. You did a homer, they did a homer. You did a homer, they And then you guys had the last one with Manny's second one. But that was kind of an unusual kind of game, wasn't it? Yeah, we like like we don't pick who we beat. We don't get to pick what kind of game there is. Um, and so, you know, you you, you got to be good offensively and you got to score more runs. And we um, we, you know, we did it a little differently than we've been doing it here the last week. Um, but we, we were due to hit some home runs, frankly. We hadn't, we hadn't hit one in a while. So they came in bunches on, on this, on the same night. Craig, what does it tell you about, what does it tell you about Corbin that one start he can go from pitching, you know, eight innings of no hit ball and then the next start he's able to fight through, you know, like stuff like the opposing pitchers first MLB or hitting the MLB, just he can fight through that and still give you a quality start. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was really happy with how Corbin handled the sixth inning. You know, he ran into some trouble. Um, and, uh, you know, more, you know, he gave a hit, you know, that was going to happen tonight. Um, uh, but how he handled that last inning, um, I, I thought it was great. He, he was, you know, he was getting to the end there and, um, you know, he made some huge pitches to put up a zero. Um, and, and that was, that was the cool part about tonight for me is that, um, you know, every game's not going to go, perfect you're not going to be perfect every night um and but sometimes that zero in the sixth after you've given up three is still is still a huge part in the game it helps you win a ball game and that's what he did tonight Greg, so much of your division lead has been built by uh beating the cubs this year you're 15 and three against some 11 straight wins you've won every series i mean you've that's you guys have often battled them down to the wire but it's been different this year hasn't it yeah, we, we've we've played well against them. Um, you know, it's it's you know, like I I can't explain that, uh, but we played well against them. And just well in your division, right? I mean, you know, you you guys are leading your division because you beat the teams in your division. I mean, we've played well this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got ninety-one wins. We've you know we're, we're 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 played well, you know, throughout most of the year here. Anything else? Does it surprise you, Craig, that the Cardinals are pressing so hard now? Seven straight wins for them. You know, they're delaying, you know, your magic number as far as against them. Does, does that surprise you or sort of expected? 
I mean, this is this is how it works in September. I mean, you you still have if you keep yourself close, you have the opportunity to get hot and 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 get yourself in. That's that's what the wild card was kind of made for. Um, is to allow teams to to do something like this. So credit to them. They've they've gotten hot at the right time and they've put themselves in a good position. That's manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Brewers get the win over the Cubs 6-4. Just another reminder for you, the uh, Brewers team store here at American Family Field open for another uh, 49 minutes. Did I get that? No, 51 minutes until uh, midnight tonight as they already have Brewers playoff gear on sale. So if you're out and about, want some Brewers playoff gear, it is on sale. How does this game go down? It was a back-and-forth affair. It was a fun one. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get up! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 6-4, Brewers get the win over the Cubs. Starting pitching matchup, Corbin Burns on the mound for the first time since throwing the first eight innings of that combined no-hitter. Justin Steele goes for the Cubs. The Brewers would flash some leather early on in this game. It happens in the top of the second. Wilson Contreras leading things off. Swing and a drive into right center. This is trouble. Warning track at the wall. Leaping and Yeah, it was a fantastic catch made by Lorenzo Cain. Keeps it uh, scoreless. It wasn't going to be a home run if it's not caught, but still, that is a great, great, maybe the catch of the year by Lorenzo Cain. They had to go out and check out, check on him uh, to make sure that he was okay. He was okay for, for a little bit. He eventually came out of the game. Anyways, we go to the bottom of the second, and the Brewers catcher, Manny Pena, is leading off the inning. Justin Steele deals again, a swing and a drive, right center and deep. Get up! For Manny Pena. He just hit one out of here in deep right center. And the Brewers have the lead. More from Manny later on in the game. To the third inning we go. Corbin Burns, as mentioned, throws the eight no-hit innings in his last start. Throws two no-hit innings in this game. But then he finally gives up a hit. And what do you know? It comes against his counterpart, Justin Steele. Corner that was run down. Steele with a base hit up the middle. And that is the first hit of the game for the Chicago Cubs. First hit in 11 innings pitched for Corbin Burns. Second hit would come pretty quick. Rafael Ortega then gets a base hit. Runners on at first and second with one out. Ian Happ gets a base hit. Bases loaded for Wilson Contreras, who grounds it to an RBI fielder's choice. It scores steal and it evens the game up at one apiece. Not even 1-1 for long. In the third inning, it's Eduardo Escobar leading things off. 3-2. Swing and a high drive. The Brewers are going to take the lead on a home run by Eduardo Escobar. His 28th of the season. It's 2-1 Milwaukee. Brewers take the lead. Escobar hitting the home run. Uh, noted in the fifth inning, Jackie Bradley Jr. comes in as a defensive replacement for Lorenzo Kane. Kane dealing with what was uh, referred to as a hip discomfort. Manager Craig Council said a bit ago that it was uh, an issue with his groin, and they'll figure out uh, if it's going to be serious or anything coming up uh, later on, but it certainly doesn't sound that way. Anyways, uh, they're in the fifth inning. Uh, Nick Martini leads the inning off as a pinch hitter, so that ends the day for Justin Steele. He ends up striking out with two outs. Frank Schwindel gets a base hit. It brings up Ian Happ. 
swing and a drive. The Cubs are going to have the lead. Way, way gone for Ian Happ. And it's going to be 3-2 Chicago. There was no doubt about that one. Yeah, back and forth we go. So to the bottom of the fifth, new pitcher into the game for the Cubs is Adbert Alzale. Uh, he gets the first out on an Eduardo Escobar ground out. It brings up Christian Yelich. And the pitch. Yelich, a rocket in the right. This is going to be a base hit. He'll turn first, going the second to throw. Coming on. He's in there with a sliding one-out double. Next hitter, Luis Urias. Had the final say in do we want to do this or not. Swing on a base hit to center. Yelich around third. Here he comes. The throw is going to be cut off. And we are back to even tied at three. 3-3. Corbin Burns comes back out for the sixth inning. He ends up in a little bit of trouble. Alfonso Rivas leads the inning off with a uh, base hit. Next hitter is Matt Duffy. Here he comes. Hey, struck him out swinging. Down and away. That pitch was in the dirt. And Matt Duffy went after it. Another strikeout for Corbin Burns. That's number 10 in the game for him. Wow. 10 plus in a game 12 times. Yeah, another double-digit game for him. Sergio Contra then walks. The runner's on at first and second. Advert Alzale puts down a bunt that allows runners uh, to go up to second and third. Again, this is in a 3-3 game, and that brings up Rafael Ochega. From the stretch, Burns, here he comes. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Down low and inside with a cutter. Takes care of Ortega. Another strikeout for Corbin Burns. And the Cubs strand the pair. Cubs don't score. It stays a 3-3 game. Not for long to the bottom of the sixth inning. Leading things off, Jace Peterson. And Alzali, fastball to right and deep. Get up. Get out of here. Gone. Jace Peterson just hit one out of here. That gives the Brewers the lead, but their lead doesn't last very long. Brad Boxberger comes on to pitch the top of the seventh inning for the Brewers. Gets the first two batters that he faces in Frank Schwindel and Ian Happ, but then Wilson Contreras does this. 2-0 coming. Change up. Blasted. Deep left center. Contreras is watching it. This game is tied 4-4. Well, for Contreras, it's his 20th of the year. Contreras makes it so easy not to like him. He hits that home run, stares it down. He had a little stutter step before he touched third. Then he walked down the third baseline, took his time before he finally touched home plate. There's a lot of those core members of the Cubs that are gone. He is stuck around. And, uh, yeah, he, he plays the villain, that's for sure. It makes it a 4-4 game. In the eighth inning, Devin Williams comes on to pitch for the Brewers. First batter he faces is Alfonso Rivas. 2-2 pitch. Coming back. Swing on the miss. On a changeup, he struck him out. Then he faces Matt Duffy. One ball and two strikes from the stretch. Here comes Devin. Half swing. Did he go? He did. And Manny Pena is going to make the tag on Duffy. Back-to-back strikeouts for Devin Williams. After issuing a walk, so one on again in a 4-4 game, a pinch hitter comes to the plate in the person of David Bodie. Williams ready again. David Bodie winning. Now the pitch. Hey! Struck him out swinging. A changeup, and Bodie went after it.
So we go to the eighth inning. The game is still tied 4-4. Scott Efres, the new pitcher, into the game for the Cubs. First batter he faces, Manny Pena. Efros ready again, coming back. Manny to left and deep. Get up. Stay fair. Get out of here. Gone for Manny Pena. Efros have the lead. Not done yet. Manny Pena hitting his second home run of the game. Pablo Reyes with one out. He doubles. Uh, and then uh, with two outs, it's Colton Wong at the plate. Efros deals, and Wong sends a rocket off the glove of Swindell. Hey, they're going to try to score. Reyes the throw. He's going to be in there. Wow. What a run by Pablo Reyes. A swim move slide by Reyes to score the run. Brewers put up two in the eighth, and it is a 6-4 game. So we go to the ninth inning. Josh Hader on to pitch for the Brewers. First batter he faces is Trace Thompson as a pinch hitter. He walks. Again, it's a two-run game, 6-4. That brings up Frank Schwindel. He pops out, but Ian Happ gets a base hit. So two on in a two-run game, and it's the always dangerous Wilson Contreras at the plate. Hader is ready. Coming back. Hey, struck him out looking. And Contreras is gone, and in a with Chad Whitson, and he has just been ejected from the game. Yeah, it'll cost Contreras a few bucks. He gets thrown out of this game on a pitch that, uh, according to the TV box, it was a strike. At the very worst, it's a borderline pitch. At best, it's a strike. Probably shouldn't have been arguing like that on that one. Wilson Contreras thrown out of the game. That brings up uh, Patrick Wisdom while he's at the plate. Uh, runners move up to second and third, but two outs, Hater versus Wisdom. Here he comes. Hey, struck him out swinging. And this one is over. Josh Hader strikes out Wisdom with the tying runs aboard at second and third. And the Brewers have made it two in a row. Final tonight. Brewers six, Cubs four. Brewers go to 91 and 57, while the Cubs drop to 66 and 83, winning totals for the crew. Six runs, nine hits, no errors. They leave eight for Chicago. Four runs, eight hits, one error. They leave ten. Winning pitcher Devin Williams. He's at eight and two. Efros takes the loss. He's two and one. Hater the save is 33rd. Home runs Manny Pena, his 11th and 12th. Eduardo Escobar hitting his 28th. Jace Peterson hitting his sixth for the Cubs. Ian Happ hits his 23rd. Wilson Contreras hits his 20th. The game lasting three hours and 35 minutes played in front of a crowd of 33,625 folks. Brewers get the win over the Cubs 6-4. When we come back, we'll preview the series finale. We'll also uh, update the playoff races around the National League. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Brewers get the win over the Cubs 6-4. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley in American Family Field. Taking a look at the other games impacting playoff races in the National League. Cardinals score three runs in the eighth inning. They knock off the Padres 3-2. Two of those runs score on a Tyler O'Neill home run. So the Cardinals have taken the first two of that three-game series against the Padres. 
Dodgers earlier in the day knock off the Reds 5-1. It's those two games combined with the Brewers' win that results in the Brewers clinching a playoff spot. The Phillies, who are playing pretty good baseball right now, they've turned it around. They beat the Mets 5-3, while the Braves, they end up losing to the Giants by a 2-0 score. So here's how things look right now when it comes to playoff races. In the NL Central, the Brewers now become the third team to clinch a playoff berth, joining the Giants and the Dodgers. The Brewers lead in the division, sitting at 12 and a half games over the Cardinals. Things really tightening up in the National League East, where the Braves lead over the Phillies. It is now down to just one game, while the West doesn't change tonight with both the Giants and Dodgers winning. The Giants lead the Dodgers by two games. As far as the wild card race goes, the Dodgers continuing to hold on to that top wild card spot. Who comes? Whoever comes in second in the National League West, they're going to end up by getting that first wild card. The Cardinals. They now have a two-game lead on the Cincinnati Reds for the second wild card with the Phillies and the Padres each sitting two and a half games back. A couple notes from uh, this one, by the way. Uh, Corbin Burns with his 11 strikeouts. He is now alone in second all-time in Brewers history with 11 strikeout games. Giovanni Gallardo had 11 in his Brewers career. Corbin Burns now has eight with uh, what he did today. And uh, interesting note on Manny Pena. Pena becomes the first Brewers batter with multiple go-ahead home runs in the same home game since Johnson VR did it also against the Cubs back in September of 2016. Baseball historian Doug Kern uh, finding uh, those nuggets, or as he likes to call them, kernels. You can follow him on Twitter at dakern 74 Brewers will wrap up this series against the Cubs coming up tomorrow afternoon. Eric Lauer on the mound for the crew, 6-5, and 3.10 ERA. Adrian Sampson will get the start for Chicago. He's 1-2 and two with a 2.53 ERA. 110 first pitch tomorrow. That means network coverage at 12.35. Overall coverage begins at 12 o'clock with Brewers warm-up. And then I'll be back with you after the game for Brewers Extra Innings right here on WTMJ.